0: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
1: Hewler and Moats are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. nation radio how are you doing oh yeah you hearing that voices are the most and of course i got my homie wesley Eula with me and this is the steelers blitz you might have been missing us well just know we've been missing you too but more importantly we got plenty of steelers content that we got to deep dive into but man it's been a while since i've had to just talk to you man last time i talked to you, you were not this old yeah you were a little younger that's true. Last last time I talked to you, you know, you were on the road. You were on tour in Indianapolis. Now you're back in your humble abode. So, my partner in crime, how we living over there, man? How are you doing? How was your birthday, man? We got to catch up, baby. We do have to
0: catch up. Yeah, what's going on, Mozi? It is great to see your face here after a, uh, a week-long siesta. Um, I enjoyed myself in Indy like always, but I am also glad to be back at the same time. Um, I know that I'm older now because I'm reaching that age where I just like, I don't sleep well away from my own bed. You know, it happens to everybody at some point in life. Like some people it might happen to you when you're in your early twenties, other people, it happens further down the road, whatever it is. I feel like it happens to all of us at some point. That's me now. So, you know, Listen, no one. Uh, this is like a world's smallest violin moment for me here, right? But like going out every night in indie and having fun, and then not, you know, only getting like five hours of sleep because I'm tossing and turning all night, not able to get comfortable. It caught up to me a little bit. I mean, I'm not 27 years old doing this anymore. Well, well, I'm 32.
1: I, <laughs> I was laughing as soon as we started up. You pulled out the big boy cup of water. I said, "Oh, he's doing oh, that
0: today. Yeah. He, he's hydrating." Oh yeah, we listen. It was a, it was a lot of red meat and booze in Indianapolis. Okay, now it's 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 a lot of water and a lot of rest and, and maybe even some vegetables and some fruits in there as well. Too. Let's
1: go. Let's go, um, man. But it was
0: great. We we had a good time. It was a fun week. It always is. Like I said. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot you of the whole lot of crew with you,
1: man. We saw some of the posting that you did that, online, man. Yeah, Max Starks being out there, man. Shout out to Big Max, man. But yeah, you did have an SNR crew with you, though, man.
0: We did, yeah. You know, uh, so Backo, their family just had uh, their second child, mm-hmm. um, pretty pretty recently. Yeah, a um, two, yeah, yeah. So so Backo stayed home for this one. It worked out well though, because the Post Gazette just sent Carter instead,
1: and then Easy. Carter mama, was able mama. to. You know,
0: mama, with uh, you know, Carter was able to fulfill his Steelers obligations and his Pit obligations. Obviously, mm-hmm. covering the Pit guys who were there at the combine, so um, it worked out well for for those two in that regard. But yeah, it was kind of like all the normal names that you hear us talk about here that you hear on SNR, uh, except for our beloved Mozi, of course. We're uh, we're in Man, Indy you, you last know, week. I'm,
1: I'm practice squad. I'm not on the traveling squad just yet. I'm still a JV. I do you get access there. to the building, there. you know you're that
0: you getting off one that rookie of these, contract. Don't worry. One of
1: these years, I'm gonna get. I, I wonder what happens first. Do I get the contract extension or do I get access to the building? Mm. Probably the
0: contract extension. I would definitely think. The I mean, extension. They, I'm about to
1: say they yeah, gotta put yeah, that. They
0: gotta put that. Ring, they gotta put that ring on their finger before <laughs> they, they give say. you the, the gate. Before they give you the gate key, you
1: know. <laughs> That's what to say. I was. I feel like that extension happened have before I get that that key, man. <laughs>
0: But it was good. Yeah, Max was there for the week. Uh, Myself, Dale and Matt. uh, Chris Carter was there. Um, So it was it was uh, it was a great group for sure. Obviously, some of the the other familiar names that the Steelers fans, you know, are are rocking and rolling with all the time. But in terms of our SNR crew here, uh, we did seven hours of live coverage every day. Um, We had we had some great guests from, uh, you know, from Omar Khan um Still to, GM, absolutely yeah, man. someone like Cynthia Freeland who you see on the NFL oh, Network, absolutely love NFL. Cynthia, com. man. Yeah, she does uh, really Math- good work, man. Matthew Berry who, you know, mm-hmm. is obviously was a huge ESPN guy for a long time, he does his own thing now. He's kind of like one of the the foremost four names mm-hmm. in fantasy football. So, a lot of cool um, you know, guests and stuff that we have throughout the week, both Pittsburgh based and just more global. Yeah. Um, and that's always kind of what I enjoy the most about the combine is you and I, we discuss these same topics at nauseum, right? That's- I mean, we talk about we talk about Mike uh, Matt, Mike Tomlin, and Matt Canada and Terrell Austin, right? And we talk about Kenny Pickett, and we talk about the offensive line, not all these different things but it's cool to get national people perspective on all that too. Hey, how do you feel about Kenny Pickett going into year mm-hmm. two? Hey, how do you feel about Mike Tomlin now as some people in Pittsburgh are starting to try and put some heat onto that seat? You know, how do you feel about these different things? Is TJ Watt really as valued in your mind as he is to us in Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. It's always it's always cool to get, um, you know, more global, more national perspective and catch up with some of those people at the combine. So uh, if you obviously didn't catch all of it or any of it and you're looking for it, um, it's all in podcast form it's all on Steelers.com it's all on your Steelers mobile app in uh, audio on demand um, all the shows in their entirety the specific guest interviews you know Dame Brugler who is the athletics mm-hmm. uh, he's the lead draft analyst for the athletic and Motsi, he puts together called a book called the beast okay every the year for beast. the draft well yeah. he ranks he ranks one through four hundred the top oh, nfl draft
1: prospects my gosh one through
0: 400 and has God like every.
1: bless his soul
0: has like you'll go you'll soul. go to the 337th person on that list and it'll be like he was a downhill skier in high school and said that that really helped with his hips and his ankle like it's it's an incredible thing that, that dame brugler wow. puts together for the draft every year so he sat down with us um so it's it's it is always a lot of fun but again i'm I'm glad to be back here where I belong inside the electric factory. With let's my go,
1: let's go. I mean, all them national big wigs. That's all well and good, but every once in a while, you gotta come back home to they the ain't, they ain't Arthur Motes, baby. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but good we, stuff. I no, missed I you. That. I did miss you. I love that, man. You know, I miss you, I wanted to give you a hug and a, a nice lily shirt too, man. You know, it had me oh, feeling right. real, 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 hungry over here, Ripping man. The, Shout out to you folks, repping man. the
0: family spot. I'll have, I got to get you one of these at some
1: point. I, I know, man. Uh, in due time, in due time. In due but, time. But, <laughs> you know, I had to, I had to ask, man, did you have any cool moments, any cool stories? I know in the past you talked about how you ran into Andy Reid at the good old Shake Shack, you know, late night getting it in. So, did we have any cool stories this time around, man? Did you run into anybody that you can share? You know, I've got a great yeah. The, so you're,
0: you're right. Uh, yeah. Of course, there are always one or two. I don't want to say inappropriate stories, but maybe just not
1: family friendly for radio. Not, not okay? SNR stories, right? If, right. If this was um, SNR XM, it would be good yeah <laughs> exactly exactly but
0: here's a good one for you that you'll appreciate and you'll laugh at because it involves a philly name and it's funny how a lot of these always don't they it's like they just they, they're like you uh, love they're your like philly. me no they're like me like flies on uh yeah. like flies on dog poop you know what i mean i mean these, these philly people well, i guess that makes me the dog poop yeah. and then the flies that's not a great uh that's not a great compliment either <laughs> you'll get a kick out of this though so it is Tuesday of the combine the day when all the coaches and the GMs and everything speak right yeah. and that's really the only time you see the coaches and the GMs is on Tuesdays and then after that they're they're in meetings they're you know like they're they're working they're, they're doing their job um, so Tuesday is the big media availability day for GMs and for head coaches I am walking you know again we're on radio row for seven hours every day so at points right I'm on for the first three hours and then it's It's Dulac. It's Max. It's Dale. It's, you know, Matt, a combination of kind of line changes in there, if you will, different different groups. I would always go up to the media room and get us like they'd have like box lunches in there, some waters, you know, that kind of stuff. Because, again, you're sitting there for seven hours like you need a snack, you need a sandwich, you need some water, obviously. The one day on Tuesday, like you have to go up above the radio row area to get to where the media compound is, where people write their stories, where there's food and coffee and and waters and all that kind of stuff. The escalator was like jammed up. Okay, so the escalator wasn't working going up. It was only working coming down. And so they were like, sorry, guys, you know, we'll have this fixed within an hour or two. But you just got to take the elevator for now. Right. No big deal. Fine. No biggie. Uh, I get on the elevator and I turn around and walking onto the elevator with me is Nick Sirianni, the Philadelphia Eagles head
1: coach. Oh, yeah.
0: And one of their, you know, they're like Burt Lawton equivalent, you know, like someone who works in PR and communications for the Eagles. Sirianni is wearing a red, like a bright red hoodie with the Phillies P on the front, right? Because I I think Tuesday was the day that training camp started, spring training started in baseball. uh, So he's he's wearing the, the, the red Phillies hoodie, right? We get on the elevator together, we all kind of do the little head nod thing, you know, like I've got my Steelers quarter zip and everything and my credential on so they can kind of tell I'm somebody with the team, obviously. Like I'm not just
1: some random you're jabron. Somebody. Right? I'm of I'm somebody. Put some respect hair. on my dog. Put some respect, what I got all the night baby face assassin. I see you done shaved it up. Let's go.
0: A <laughs> fancy quarter zip. Right? Let's go. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I gotta do it. Nah, don't be that guy. No, I gotta do it. Nah, don't be that do. guy. You, got,
1: you owe it to yourself
0: and what's rolling through my mind everybody right is remember when the Eagles played the Steelers Nick Sirianni in his press conference leading up to that game talked about how he's a Western Pennsylvania guy he grew up as a Steelers and a Penguins and a Pirates fan right and how he's got memories of going to games at Three Rivers and PNC mm-hmm. Park with his dad and how his dad's still a huge Pirates fan like that's that's something that they talked that Sirianni talked about when he when he did his media availability before playing the Steelers so with that backdrop, i in my mind. I'm like, don't do it. You got to do That's it. That's the ice don't.
1: You already got it. That's the don't do it. Gotta do, it. don't yeah.
0: do it. You got to do it. Don't do it. You got to do it. And then I'm like, yeah, screw it. The worst thing it's going to be is he's going to give me the cold shoulder and we're going to be off this elevator in five seconds. That's anyway. it. Yeah. So I turned to, him, you know, we did a little head nod thing and I go, I go, Nick, what's with the hoodie, man? I thought you were a Pirates fan. <laughs> i swear and he kind of like he he does a little chuckle you know what i mean like he was he was a good Mm. sport about it like he does the little like chuckle thing and he goes i swear i'm a pirates fan he goes but i gotta rep the city too i got love for the phillies
1: (laughs) i was was like all right
0: fair enough fair enough enough." (laughs) and you know him and the pr guy kind of chuckled and then we went off the elevator and went our separate ways so i'm like like this is gonna go this is gonna go one of two ways he's either gonna (laughs) chuckle and think it's funny or he's gonna be like leave me alone kid what's your problem fortunate enough, seems like Nick Sirianni is a nice guy. He, he got a little chuckle out of it. And he was like, I am. I'm a Pirates fan, I swear. But, you know, I got to rep Philadelphia. So that was my, that was, you, my and, that was my you. You and these you.
1: Eagles coaches, man. You and these Eagles coaches. I like your stories, though. But you always got an Eagles coach in the building. I don't know what's going on with you, man.
0: Hey, like I said, it's flies. Maybe something more attractive than dog poop. <laughs> I don't know, honey, sugar—that's what we'll go with. Like an like there, an there open like go. an open Pepsi attracts yeah. flies. That's that's there me with Billy Brass, and we're out there apparently. <laughs> oh, that was my right there, that man. was my uh, that was my that was my funny. I feel like every year there's a funny coach, you know, bumping into Andy is, at yeah. stage, seeing Mike Vrabel buy like fifty-seven shots of Grey Goose at the bar that one night for his entire coaching staff. Well. This year, I had to give Nick Sirianni a little grief for wearing a Phillies hoodie.
1: (laughs) Hey, I like it. Hey, hey. And the fact that you credential like you're supposed to be. So it's like, hey, we equals. So shout out to that, man. Me and Nick Sirianni
0: basically equals, right? I mean, Uh, everybody saw us us both crying during the National Anthem, during the Super Bowl. I I mean...
1: if I that remember correctly, you 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 got a ring, right? I mean, you're a part of a championship organization. You you won one. That's what I'm saying. My
0: name. So what you're saying is my name is etched in Eagles history. Nick Sirianni, not quite yet. Still has to get yeah. over that hump.
1: Hey, 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 he got an appearance. SQ. That's all I'm saying. It was cute, but you, you, you was actually married. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. I should
0: have. That's what I should have followed yeah. up with him. I should have said, you know, you need more Pittsburgh guys around the radio network yeah. over there. That's how you. That's how you. That's how you uh, win that. Hoist that Lombardi out there. No,
1: you, you should introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Wesley Euler, part of the Super Bowl yeah. winning Philadelphia Eagles. That, that team, I was a part of them. I don't 2018, know about you. Uh, you know, Super you Bowl, know. Bowl chant.
0: You go back and listen to the broadcast. Yeah. You might hear the, the, uh, the winners. Thank the winning side, Uler not at
1: the end. The, the side that won, not not your side. The other side. <laughs>
0: like i said he was he seemed he seemed like a nice guy because he could have very easily yeah. shrugged me off like you know i've been doing media stuff all day leave me alone you knucklehead yeah. but but he chuckled about it and had a good sense of humor about it so salute to nick sirianni
1: nah let's go man salute of this salute to him. but i got a couple i got a couple more stories
0: i'll share with you when we go to break they might not be quite 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 as appropriate
1: let's go let's go <laughs> but on a lighter note man um because of the combine we did actually get people you know working out and we did get a chance to see some of these guys perform more importantly in that secondary which is an area that has been talked about for us either potentially targeting some of these younger guys uh in the draft or even in free agency but we did at least get a chance to see some of these guys go out there and participate and it was pretty interesting man to see the various guys man and how some people are viewed now. Versus prior to you know the combine, when you talk about a guy like Joy Porter Jr., who yep. we know has been you know linked to us, obviously with his father playing for us and his ties at Penn State, but positional need guys, as well too. Yeah, absolutely, major positional need, especially for the Steelers and just around the league. That's a sexy position, but obviously he went out there and didn't run a four three or four two. So when you think of you know how people will view him now. Essentially, you kind of get this negative vibe about him in the sense that he wasn't as fast as, per se, a Christian Gonzalez or even a a Deontay Banks, who both went out there and ran four threes and flew. Mm -hmm. But with that, though, I always ask myself, man, him running a slower time, is that necessarily a bad thing for the Steelers if – he Ooh. is the corner that we are trying to hit. <laughs> you know, because we always talk stock up, stock down, right? We always do that. Absolutely. But is, is that necessarily a bad thing, especially for us with 17 and pick 32, if his stock were to drop some?
0: No, it would not be. Um, and you know what? That's a great point by you because I think Christian Gonzalez, that arrow absolutely went went through the Skyrocketed, roof. Right? Skyrocketed, right? This past week. Skyrocketed. I mean, you watch him it's effortless. I mean, you watch him move, you watch him run the forty, you watch him do the three cone, you watch him do the shuttle. Like it is effortless. I mean, he he, he looks like a track guy. You know what I mean? Like you could you could convince yeah. me he was a stud track athlete at Oregon, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, he he is fluid, man. He moves so well. And when you're just seeing these guys, you know, in a t-shirts and shorts, right? The underwear Olympics, um, it's, it's easy to, to fall in love with that guy and maybe think, all right, Joey Porter Jr., not that he was a disaster or anything like that, but just wasn't quite gliding across the turf, you know, like guys yeah. like Christian Gonzalez or maybe Cam Smith, as you mentioned, were at times. I do think for Joey Porter Jr., though, there's a little bit of leeway to not be quite as fast as those other guys because he's got a lot more length than those mm-hmm. other guys. Like he's got freakishly long arms. He's got a crazy yeah. wingspan for a defensive back. And, you know, I know a lot of people, I don't even want to say the detractors, right? Because it's not like they're trying to cut the kid down. It's just the conversations that you have around these times. A lot of people last week, yeah. A lot of people last week pointing out, you know, Joey Porter Jr. only had one interception in his career at Mm -hmm. Penn State. Was that just an anomaly? Is that not a big enough sample size? Or is he maybe, you know, does he maybe not have this closing speed, this ball Mm hawking ability um, to truly be one of those upper echelon defensive backs, right? That's a question, I think, for more savvy football scouts than me and people who have really Mm. broken down the tape. But I'll tell you this right now. That 40 time is not anywhere close enough to scare me away from Joey Porter Jr. if he's still on the board there at 17. It wasn't a great 40 time, but I also don't think it's a complete disaster as well, too. Let's see how he runs in his pro day here in a couple weeks, see if maybe he improves that by a little bit. Um, But to me, I wouldn't be as worried about a Joey Porter Jr. running a little bit slower than we expected, as opposed to a Cam Smith or a Christian Gonzalez, because just like I said, he's got more length. He's got longer arms. He's got the bigger wingspan than those guys. And so I think if he's just a fraction slower, he'll have some natural abilities to be able to make up for that at the next level, too.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, the funny part to me is this. He ran 4.46. Right, right. We're just so conditioned now to expect, guys, everyone's got to run a 4-3 three, three or 4-2. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, it's like 4-4-6 four, four, is slow. I'm like, when has 4-4 so ever like, yeah. been slow? It's not
0: slow? That is
1: not even close to slow. Not not even, you know, in the least bit. But that is just not blazing
0: fast, right.
1: you know? So, so the thing that I had to, to really start to understand and try to explain it to people was more so like this. Joey Porter Jr. running a 4-4-6 four, four, or even the 4-5-2 and 4-4-6 four, four, with the two times he mm-hmm. ran – that is fast. It's just regular fast. Christian Gonzalez <laughs> running a four three eight. That's elite fast. Mm-hmm. When you talk about uh DJ Turner out of Michigan running a four two, that's elite. Those fast. Maryland, those Maryland guys yeah. were blazing. Yeah, Mer- Maryland and Georgia. They, they was to, out uh, there. Deontay, Deontay, yeah. It looked yeah. uh, like the the Pan guy, relays. Yeah. I thought it was the Penn yeah. relays all over again, man. Absolutely. There's you, there's you with the Philly reference. You know, shout out to my track folk out there. I right, shout out to my track folk, but. <laughs> When I think of uh, the Joy Porter element of it like that, that was the big thing, man. I, I was like, I don't view it per se as a negative that he ran four four six because, like I said, that is still plenty fast. And like you talked about, factoring in his length, he does make up for it. It does give him an additional step when you look at how far you know his ground he's covering versus a Gonzalez who's six one and three quarters or even some of the other guys that are out there that aren't going to be as long as Joey. Devin Witherspoon, who
0: I really like, but he's not even even close to the length of Joey
1: Porter. Oh, no, not at all, man. Not at all. So when you talk about what Joey brings, that's his uniqueness, so to speak. And that's one of the things that when you're talking about who to draft or what makes this prospect better than this prospect, all of this comes into play. Yeah, yeah. When we talk about Joey Porter um, having the one interception, I look at the tape on that, and I think it's a couple of factors. I don't think he lacks explosiveness, but at the same time, he didn't get targeted a ton either. Like, that would happen when you're watching him. Absolutely. I do, I do also like the fact of this, man. When you're playing man-to-man defense, it is a lot harder to get interceptions than it is 100%, in the zone concept. 100%. Zone concept, you can see the quarterback. You can break on the ball. You're playing routes. Whereas in man, you're playing the man. You're not looking at that ball until the last second. And the thing that I ho- I hang my head on and I say I feel confident about Joy is this, man. You have the one pick, but he had 11 PBUs That's the thing. this, this season. season. This season. That is sticky coverage. Mm-hmm. 11 PBU. You're not getting to the football that often no. if you're not explosive, if you can't read if think- you don't transition well. I think
0: like two or three of those PBUs were deflections that were intercepted yeah, by we his sub- teammates.
1: Uh-huh. Well. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: So he's creating yep. the splash, even if it's not showing up on his stat sheet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, without a doubt, without a doubt. And the other thing that I enjoy about his game is the physical nature of it too, man. He's one of those guys that he is not afraid to hit you and he's not a big hitter. He is a fundamental tackler. Right. He wraps you up, drives his feet. Because as we talk about this level, guys contact bounce on offense is too good. You try to hit these guys on offense, man. They're not falling down. They might fall, they might go backwards, but they're gonna keep their feet rolling and eventually they're right, gonna get right. back and keep going and gaining positive yards. Like you gotta B- you gotta bring down B. John Robinson. Yes, you know absolutely. I mean. If you don't rep, you see you see him in person, you know what it looked oh like. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, it's it's sure, it's not little. It's sure. Oh. It is not little. <laughs> he he might he
0: might be a t- like I know positional need and everything, but he might be uh-huh. a top five player in this draft.
1: Oh, class. without a doubt. Listen, yeah. You know, if if you if you're not a is fan, you know, I'm sure your team is looking at Bijon like, you know what, man, he could help us out because stills we got Najee, so we ain't tripping on him. But if you, nodded, I don't want him. If, to, I don't want him to end up in you know Baltimore. I don't yeah, want him yeah. to end
0: up in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm just like, man, he's one of them dudes that he goes somewhere. You don't want to see that on the regular like that. That has some real potential to it. It just sucks for him that he's coming out. Couple years too late, you know. If you oh, if you sure. if you would have hit it before that market shifted, maybe a top five pick. That's how it goes. <laughs> but up. you're
0: right. You you need guys like Joey Porter Jr. in your secondary to mm-hmm. to be able to bring down dudes like John Robinson. I mean, it's it, you need cover guys, but you need guys who can play that that physical style as well too. Certainly.
1: No, without a doubt, without a doubt. Now we are going to get ready to go to a break here. But when we come back, I do want to continue to talk about some of these uh, corners. But we also have a new mock draft from the draft guru Mel Kiper. What? Ah, what? well, what? Mel Kiper Jr. This what? guy, you know, he's got
0: great hair. He sits in his studio. Ah, he really breaks I really mean, break the I mean, tape down. Relentless did, did, work did, ethic. Did,
1: did Did you see him, Andy? Was he there? Did you see him? He was. He was.
0: He was. But only for like, uh, only for like the coaches and GM day on Tuesday. Oh, and then
1: he okay. o- only for the big timers.
0: It's a weird. Ba- it's a weird balance. Of, it. Just real quick, quick aside here before we go to break because the best media availability is early in the week, right? When the coaches and the GM speak, like that's what all yeah. the, the national media wants is they want the coaches mm-hmm. and they want the GMs, but that happens on Tuesday. And then like the on field stuff isn't until Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. So it's a real weird dynamic where all those national people, you like see them on Monday, Tuesday, early in the week. But then by the time the combine really gets going, they're all gone. They're all cleared out because Unless they're host, you know, unless it's like RC and he's hosting yeah, the coverage, the or something. Yeah. unless it's Peter Schrager and he's hosting the coverage, you know, like yeah. those guys all take off. They're like, I did my interviews. I got, I can watch all the drills at home. I don't need to be yeah. there. Um. So, so yeah, I only saw, I only saw Mel like early in the week. But like I said, the ones who are still on TV, like you see Schefter there all week because he's still on yeah. TV. You see RC there all week because he's still on yeah. TV. But it is a weird battle. Like our buddy Kabali left Wednesday morning.
1: Kaboom.
0: I, Tuesday night, we're at one of the Steelers have dinners Monday and Tuesday night, right? Tuesday uh-huh. night, we're at, the, we're at the Steelers dinner. And I'm like, you know, we're all putzing around and talking before we sit down and eat. I'm like, kaboom, you want to come on? you come on with me? Give me 15 minutes at some point this week. And he's like, I'm leaving tomorrow morning. <laughs> it's like, it's Wednesday. What do you mean you're leaving tomorrow morning? But he's like, I, he's like, I got, you know, I got my Omar Khan stuff. Like, I filed my yeah. stories. I'm, I'm good to go. So it's a weird dynamic in that regard.
1: Wow. That's Insta right there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: that's Whoa. one of those little tidbits I think that not like a lot of the media clears out after the first two days.
1: Shout out to that nugget right there, man. Yeah. I like it. Well, we are gonna get to break, but we will at least tap into Mel Kuiper's mock because he was there for that part of it at least. All right. So <laughs> you already right. know what to do. Do not touch that down. It is art the most Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio.
0: Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh?
1: Yep. What are you working on today?
0: My check engine lights on.
1: Mm, That could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free.
0: This whole report for free?
1: That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix finder only at AutoZone. AutoZone. Restrictions apply.